0: Three, four, get my shoes and out the door, five, uh my life. Six, seven, eight, feeling great. Now I'm gonna shine life is good. I'm doing fine and gonna do it right and do it again. Yeah, yeah. I look into the sky with thoughts of beautiful colour, but there's nothing just for me, so gonna share it with another. I got to show, to give, let Hello and welcome to the Lingerie Lowdown podcast. My name is Katie and I'll be your host today. And if you have just stumbled upon us, Lingerie Lowdown is a wonderful review site with a team of diverse presenters, including myself. And we inspire Delight and inform with our honest reviews, helping you buy and style lingerie. So let's settle in whilst we're all staying at home. Get comfy, get a tea or coffee or whatever you prefer, and let's talk lingerie. Today, I'm joined with the lovely co founder of Barista. Um, I'm here with Bella. Barista is a new UK based company and they specialise in accurate and scientific bra fittings and recommendations that you can do all from the comfort of your home. Bella, thank you so much for being here today.
1: Of course, thanks for having me, Katie. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm very good. I mean, very thankful for technology because that's exactly <laughs> what we're all relying on right now. How are you today?
1: Yeah, I've been... Uh, well, today is a beautiful day. I'm, I'm really grateful for the spring coming in at this time amid all the... everything that's going on. So, yeah, it's, it's been a good day. Um, yeah. So, Bella, before we go
0: into the whole app and all the science and all of that interesting stuff, I would love to just know a little bit about yourself and your journey and how you've come Mm. to work in lingerie.
1: Sure, of course. So it all started when I was doing my master's two years ago in technology entrepreneurship. And during the course I was having, um, I guess the whole purpose of the course is for you to practice um, different frameworks of how to build an impactful business or, or startup, um, however you wanna sort of categorize it, and I chose women's sizing as one of my topic because um, I just, you know, for as a shopper, as as a woman myself, that has never, you know, that's always been a problem. Uh, but it's just interesting because I actually started out my research with clothing, so my hypothesis at the time was. I'm sure women with bigger breasts have a harder time shopping for professional clothing. So I wanted to create a professional clothing line for for that sort of demographics. Um, But whenever I talked to customers at that point, it was around, I think, 80 women. Um, One thing I noticed about them whenever they are talking is that they would never stop mentioning their struggles with bras Mm-hmm. um even though i was trying very hard to steer the conversation into in in the space of clothing um so long story short, I decided to change my topic a little bit into lingerie. And, you know, the more I dig in, the more I realized that I was, you know, 80% of, of women wear the wrong bra size. But then at the time, I'm just thinking it was just a statistic, right? If it's a vanity metric, who cares? I mean, what does it actually mean? I don't know. Um, so I was talking to different kind of people in the industry and then stumbled upon one professional bra fitter on Facebook. So we were just chatting on, on Messenger and without having seen me at all i think at the time i was having like a half kind of upper body profile picture and she was asking me like hey very random but what's your bra size and i told her oh i was wearing oh i'm wearing a 36c um no sorry 36b and she was telling me that no there's no way that you are 36b i'm sure you're like around 34 double d or 32e or something like that um I didn't really believe it because I think at the time, you know, the concept of D, double D, anything above a C, which is sort of not really in my range. Um, mm. I'm quite petite, I'm Asian, um, you know, sort of that body type. Um, so anyway, we decided to meet up and um, she fitted me into a 34 double D for the first time in my life and everything makes sense. You know, that that feeling you got when you wear, you wear the right fit. Um, yeah it just sort of ticked in my head and I was just thinking, oh my gosh, surely there must be, um, you know, the way to sort of bring this service to more women um, in a more sort of scalable way. So I turn away, talk to her, understand that this sort of expertise is very rare in the industry because, you know, department stores, brands don't have the resources or money or time to actually train people up like this anymore. Um, also she's, you know, she's been in the, the bra fitting space for what, 20, 25 plus years at that point. So to get that sort of expertise is, is, it takes a long time, a lot of money, a lot of time. Um, so yeah, so that was, I guess the start of it all. Fast forward, I decided to pick this up as my kind of dissertation thesis, um, research. And I actually got a job at a, um, a, a laundry company to try to learn the bra fitting technique myself, the bra fitting by sight mm-hmm. technique myself, and that kind of opened up a whole new world, right? You you got to see first of all, you get to understand really in depth why this service is not really um is not a norm just yet, or will never really be a norm. Mm-hmm. And second of all, you get to see women's reactions to bra fitting. You know when it's done right and when it's done wrong. Um. So I guess that's the that's the start of barista. Um, I remember kind of graduating from the course, not really knowing what to do in the sense that at the time I had lots of sort of good positive traction from end users, but it was just you know trash and there was really no money behind it um so I was thinking what you know should I go get a job should I go stay on with this idea um and then I just got a really random call from one of the biggest laundry retailers in um the UK saying that hey we we stumble across your landing page uh, I think it's a really great idea we would love to talk and um that's when I realized that the industry has been looking for something like this for a long time as well um so I decided you know what let's dedicate the time and the energy when I have it to actually find a solution to this
0: thank you so much for sharing that story and there's so much from that that you just (laughs) said I mean first off when you're saying about like the 80 percent of women I mean I think that all of us can think of a time where we've come home from buying a bra that we might have even been recommended. And then after a while of wearing it, it just like, I mean, myself, I can remember one where it just completely dug in. And um, it does seem to be really inconsistent. I think that there's lots of issues where you can go to different shops and you can become different sizes, or you may just find as well that sometimes just I don't know, sometimes the, the service that you can get in different places aren't really on it. So you could come out with different kind of sizes there as well. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it Like you said, it can get very inconsistent. And you have said as well about how people are sort of more trained by sight, but how that is much more difficult. And I think that... Um, yeah, we kind of, we, we can overlook it as well when you're when you're a smaller size, like you said. Um, we often think that people wearing the wrong bra, it might be if you've got a bigger bus, but actually it, it impacts everybody, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, no, indeed. Yes, I mean, we have been doing a data collection for the last, I mean, before this pandemic, um, we were doing it for a month long and we kind of fitted around 130, 150 women. And it was shocking that I can only remember three women who was actually wearing the correct bra size mm. so out of 150 let's say three of them were wearing the correct one and the rest were not wearing, was not having it at all um so yeah it's, it's a very common problem um that needs a lot of education i think for women to to fully understand the scope of it
0: mm. i mean what do you think are like the the biggest impacts when you do wear the wrong size bra for a long time period
1: I think, first of all, that's a really really good question. I think comfort is the... It's is the first kind of word that comes to mind. What I mean by that is when I talk to women who have been wearing the wrong bras, the first thing they would complain is how much they hate wire bras, which is mm. a very kind of typical, mm-hmm. um, you know, tagline that we hear nowadays, especially with the, the merch of, of non-wired bras. Uh, but, yeah, so that's number one. They, they would feel very uncomfortable around where, you know, around where the, the, the wire sits. Um, that would be number one. The second thing is their shape especially women who have a bit more breast tissues, I'm not saying big breasts at all. I'm mm-hmm. just saying, you know, have a bit more. Um, they they would they would always complain about how non-perky their breasts are mm-hmm. or, not, or non-lifted, or a lot of them actually consider having a, a, a breast lift, for instance. Um, so I, th- I guess those two would be the two most, um, typical cases or, or signs that you are wearing the, con- the the wrong brass uh, sizes. Mm, I yeah. suppose as well, thinking from our
0: perspective, lingerie laydown. We talk so much about confidence
1: about mm-hmm. not only
0: just something having a good like form but the way that it makes you feel as well and I think mm-hmm. yeah you know, I just know myself you know wearing bras that haven't fit you know and seeing like the welts or just feeling uncomfortable you know your posture as well like it can it just impacts really the whole of your body if it's changing your posture too
1: oh yeah definitely 100% yeah so the difference,
0: as well, that you've got is that it's, it's so much led by sort of like data and analysis and science. Mm. So tell us a little bit more about that because it's a whole team of you. And I looked at your website, which is great, by the way. I looked at all the social media, everything. I could see underneath that there it was it was you. Is it Prashant as well? Yes. And then Prashant. there's a there's a team underneath of people who are like crunching the figures. So it's a it's a much more sort of scientific, facts based approach. So tell us more about the science behind it.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. So. Uh... Brashan and I kind of um, team up together. I mean, I I do the bra fitting sort of industry commercial bit and and Bershawn is the one that translates all that I know into um, some sort of algorithms. So the the way we approach this is we use um, computer vision and machine learning. Um, I mean, it's a big word, but it's essentially what it means is that it's kind of look at... Um, a wide range of of images of women that we collect um, to try to find out. I guess how do we use computer to extract measurements um, and then be able to size these people up or these images up in the correct correct way. Um, but yeah, it's it's. So what interesting about what we're building is this. So when we started out, so most of the kind of machine learning led, computer vision led technologies exist like out there. So let's say I'm trying to think, okay, there are my there, there's an app that could tell you could tell what planet it is for instance. If you take a photo of it, it will tell you what planet it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Um yes, yeah, so with technologies like that, it's 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 a lot easier to build because there are Lots and lots of data sets out there that you can download for free um or you know it's always very easy for you to just go down the street, take multi, like hundreds of thousands of data of 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 images with ease within let's say three six months um label them um and then teach a system to recognize it the way that you would as a human being mm. but the the challenging part about barista is that there is literally. No data set that we could find whatsoever about woman's breasts and their correct bra sizes. So a lot of what, you know, when we pitch to investors, a lot of people kind of ask us, you know, like, I'm sure there are lots of naked photos online. I'm sure you can download them and, and use them. But that's not the point. The point is not about naked body. It's about, OK, if I see this body, what bra size is she? I mean, I can fit by side and I can estimate what she's might be wearing but it doesn't give that sort of 100% confidence that this this is the right size for her in this particular product. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like earlier you mentioned about inconsistency. Um, so we want to make sure that we don't account for any of those potential errors. We have to work with real women. We have to... to um, Build a data set from the ground up. It takes a lot of time. It's a very manual process. Uh, uh, we literally run around London. I remember around Feb, it was me and my data scientist. We were literally running around town. It was very stressful and very, like I said, um, a, man- a very manual process, but it was worth it. It was worth it to um, to be able to be one of the first in industry to fully understand how woman breasts look like and what that means for bra sizes.
0: Mm. So the next question is a bit of a two-parter. So the end result, what you're hoping for, from what I gather, is you'll have this app that anybody can download. And mm-hmm. then they would be able to, it's amazing, like artificial intelligence, they'll be able to from home. They won't have to go to any shops. They will not have to kind of do any of that. They can do it from home, which is perfect in this time now. And yeah. they scan their own body with a bra on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you guys, you don't keep the photo, nothing like that. You we would be able to tell the size from that. And then you do a list of recommendations for that person. So that would be like the end result of the app. But, so that's kind of like question one is like, that's what it's going to look like to the kind of average person that uses it. And the other question is just that we're not quite there at that stage. Are you still kind of getting to that with the getting of information and the volunteering scheme from what I gather? So kind yeah. of two, two questions there.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure, perfect. So the first one is about what is, you know, I guess, what will the user journey really look like? And I mean, we, we asked we are not young, but we're young enough to not have the right funding yet for, for to file different IP protections. So there's very limited things that I can say. Um, but what you describe is is on a high level correct. So the idea is that you let's say if you want to shop, your favorite let's say retailer is I'm trying to think, Fenty, because that's I guess mm-hmm. is quite popular at the moment for the average consumer. Um And then you would go on their website and you would see um, an offer to get fitted with Barista. And then you would go through the fitting journey. And by the end of it, we will show you the right product for your shape, um, sort of I guess a, a personalized news feed or product feed of just products that will fit your body shape um, with the correct bra sizes that you should be buying in these products, depending on your preference. So for instance, from you know my days of, of being a, a, a bra fitter, what I learned is that there are women who prefer a much tighter fit than what I would normally recommend men Mm -hmm. or there might be women who much prefer a looser fit than what I would normally go for so we take all that consideration and we we offer them the size we we recommend them the size that they should be buying than that particular product Mm -hmm. Um, so I I guess the the idea here is we want to take away all the potential pain points one would face when buying a, a, a new bra so that might be you know the ones that we are thinking of or the first one is you know what size am i so if you have that question you can get fitted from home and it will tell you exactly what you are um if you don't know what you know if you know your size but you don't know what products to to look at that will fit your what you're looking for you know in terms of your outfit choice um your, your the shape that you desire then we we take that Uh, we take care of that as well and then the third point is if okay if you have let's say you've shortlisted 10 products that you want to buy or try um what size should i be buying in each of these products so we take that we do that as well for you um and then the second part of of the question which is um we're not there yet so what's the plan one thing that has been very interesting uh, interesting for me to explain to people is you have to look at barista as um almost like building building a rocket um a, a rocket company what i mean by that is we are literally building everything from the ground up there's no data there is no one that had ever approached the problem the way that we are approaching so there's really knowledge transfer anywhere that we could seek so um it would take us another probably year and a half two years just to get to to, to launch and that is the the fight that we're willing to to take on I suppose it's, it's much longer to commercialize but it will be worth it so going back to what you're asking what are the next steps so the next step for us after this pandemic kind of comes out or ends um hopefully soon we will resume our data collection so we want mm-hmm. to invite women once again to um different locations that we've set up um fit them properly and then get the data capture. so that is the plan that we have um, and then in the background my team will then be working on um you know the the core technology the i guess one of the reason why as well is it will take a long time is because there are so many bra sizes and we don't want to be one of those companies that will just cater for a let's say thirty percent or fifty percent of that size range. We don't want mm. a customer of a thirty-two, you know, thirty-two double D for Sorry forty two double D for instance, who comes in and says, Sorry, we our system cannot detect your size because we don't have any of your data. Um or data of women like you and so we want to make sure that we take our time to be as inclusive as possible and have a kind of consistent rate of accuracy throughout all of the sizes um, as much as we can of course
0: yeah it's really important to get that right and it's the same here lingerie lowdown we're always like focusing on making sure that right, like championing diversity and thinking about all different types of body types different types of people and um mm-hmm. yeah it's like working in lingerie as well you, I've also kind of seen that feedback where companies have sort of seemed to be inclusive and then you kind of trickle down looking at like comments on social media feed and you can see that actually people like well, know my bra size has been it's not included again and that that's worse when you kind of go ahead to say it and then you can't live up to that expectation for somebody. And there's so much diversity. Like you've you've said on your website, now you're including trans people as well. You're thinking about mastectomies. Like there's, it's not just a standard breast size or breast type Mm -hmm. is there
1: at all. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, we, we understand that there, there, there is a, a sort of a niche market out there of men wearing bras, for instance, that does exist. And, and we don't want to be one of those companies that make you feel very, very uncomfortable being who you are, doing what you want to do. Um, but yeah, going back to the, the inclusivity, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think one part of it, I mean, doing business, I understand why brands and companies or, or retailers would have to make that decision to cut down their, their size chart. But for for obviously cost limitations, right? But um, there's also that lack of education, um, mm-hmm. and and big assumptions when it comes to how you decide what sizes to produce. What I mean by that is a lot of lots of of, of companies that I've seen who brand themselves as being inclusive may have very very big back but have very small cups. For instance, mm-hmm. so so you know for a so woman who actually let's say wear thirty six double j has will have a very very hard time finding Mm. the correct you know the the bra that they enjoy really um from the brands that they love and and hopefully in the future with the data that we gather uh you know knowing exactly what customers are looking for and how they actually look like these brands will then be able to better cater their customers and not turn away those who might be, you know, the most kind of dedicated, loyal customers that they will ever have.
0: One of the things that I've noticed when I've been shopping is that I might be fitted to a certain bra size. But then what I've mm-hmm. known is that when I've gone to other places, that that 34B or 33, 32D or whatever, it hasn't kind of been consistent across the same. Mm-hmm. So how can the app, if it's going to measure you and decide on your size and then provide a list of different retailers or different bras how can you make it consistent if we know that people are already selling bras that aren't consistent in themselves
1: yeah sure that's a, that's a very good question so um one of the things that we do is like i said earlier we do um product specific sizing recommendations so we make sure that we map your measurements onto the measurements of the bras um, and, and make that sort of recommendations. There's very little, again, I'm very sorry about this, but there's a little, little that I could say regarding the technology behind it because we are still kind of waiting to be IP protected. But I would love to share that one day. But um, I guess when, one way to explain it is when I was working at, at, as a bra fitter, um, we, from from trials and errors and, and trying different bras on different um staff members you kind of get to understand very quickly how um what is the sort of how does the inconsistency in fit look like in this particular product and then you kind of work it out for yourself you know for this particular broad you go down in the cup or do you go up in the cup or do you go back and down in the back or go up in the back um so our technology does something that is very similar so we want to make sure that um if the brand itself or the retailer itself carries the sort of um, size, the sister sizes that, that, that will fit you better in different particular products and we will say exactly what you should be buying for the perfect fit. But let's say if that brand or retailer doesn't really carry your correct sizes, we will then try to transfer it to sister sizes that may feel a bit looser or tighter for you um, to make sure that if you're very dedicated in buying this brand, so for am let's say La Perla, for instance, um, you will not be able to find a G cup in their line, not as far as I'm aware for now anyway. So let's say if you are 34G, what are the sister sizes that we can recommend you letting you know that this is just, these are just sister sizes and you may experience, you know, um, the band rising up and things like that. But if you're more than happy to go ahead with that, we will, well, we will facilitate that transaction as well. So, um, yeah, I hope that answered your questions. There are two points around it. One is, um, if while we can, depending on the offerings of the retailers, we make sure that we be as specific as possible what I mean by that is that, say, product A, you should be a 32D, but for product B, you should be a medium. And then mm-hmm. for the for product C, you should be a 30E, um, for instance. Um, so, yeah, and then the, the second scenario would be, okay, you are a 34G, but I'm very sorry that this brand doesn't carry your size. However, you still want to shop with them in this particular product, you should be buying a 30 um, f for instance.
0: So it will kind of work with the fact that there's still inconsistency, I suppose. So it will make it very clear to the user, like, no, this is your standard size. If people were fitting completely correctly, you would be this size. But if yeah it's not matching up to a store this is what it would be yeah. we still in a sense can still be a little bit confusing so i just i mean it's a, like maybe it's too many steps ahead as a question but i just wonder is whether you might feel that if your company grew that you would be able to have a way of kind of influencing a brand that if you could see that they were a serial offender of like say let's say I'm 32D and I know that every time that I wanted to shop at a certain store I'm just never going to match up but I'm getting very confused because I'm being told by my app like I am definitely that size mm-hmm. but I know a few shops they're selling wrong it'd be great if you were able to have some influence to to feedback what you're getting from your data to companies to say well actually guys you know you're not selling really according to sizing.
1: Exactly. That's that's the plan. That is definitely the plan. Um, because I think what 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 we have observed in the industry is there are so many products being or, or new ranges being launched every sort of week. Um, but the dissatisfaction from customers is still there. And I don't. I, I really believe that it's not about how these products are made. Um, it's the fact that customers are wearing buying the wrong size or these retailers or brands are not carrying the right sizes for their customers so that's sort of like there's a mismatch there but once Mm -hmm. we kind of be able to straighten that out for both parties and I think the industry as a whole can grow uh, much faster and in a more sustainable way yeah definitely and I think going back to the whole thing about being fixated I mean customers some customers can be very fixated on the size that they've been recommended I would say that this is one of my kind of mission with barista is even though we, whatever business model that we would take in the future, let it be a B2C or a B2B, I still want to have a very strong direct-to-consumer education arm Mm. attached to barista. What I mean by that is whatever that we do on the bra fitting side, I want to make it as sort of fun, entertaining, but also educational um, of how one should look at bra fitting really you know i mean in the laundry industry there has been so much talked about body positivity which is really encouraging very nice to see but at the core of it about bra fitting, there hasn't been any kind of um changes in the last i would say 5 if not 10 years right it's still mm. the same size charge still the same kind of put a tape measure around you um um that sort of that sort of approach um i guess one thing that i i always say is If you look at sex education 20 years, 30 years ago, it wasn't cool. It was kind of this sort of like, I don't really talk about it. I don't really think about it. But now sex education is something that can be very fun, um, can be very very relevant, relatable uh, and exciting in different ways. So hopefully with Barista, we will be be able to do that with bra fitting as well.
0: Do you feel that there might be a shift away then from the traditional I like I think you've just answered actually but saying like I am a like 32d because often I find as well with women and maybe it's something to do with like when I was growing up is that there's a lot of value in cup Mm. size which doesn't make sense from what you've said at all because yeah this just doesn't make sense but I certainly remember you know, when I was a teenager, it being like a good thing if you were a certain size and if you were this size, it, didn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't, you know, the idea of like Goldilocks of what's too big, too small. But I suppose what you're saying is that we might, kind of break away a bit from that. And it, whilst it could be a, a somewhat a helpful guide, if we trust in your data and trust in the way that you work with different websites and brands and the algorithm, that maybe we could use it as a helpful guide. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm usually about 32D, but it's okay if I can trust this out because mm-hmm. I know that it's going to look at these other bras and it's going to pick out things that are the right size, even if I'm a little bit surprised or I'm not too sure by yeah. what it would be.
1: Exactly. That's just exactly what we, we want to do um, and we hope to do. It's because at the end of the day, you can only be in denial for so long about who you are and what you are, if that makes sense. And I think what ticked for me when, again, going back to the very fast conversation that I ever had with a profiter right? She was telling you without meeting each other, she was telling me that I was a thirty-four double D. I was mm. thinking like there's no way I would never really buy a new bra thirty-four double D, Um but it wasn't until I tried a 34 D that it literally didn't take her any any extra words to explain to me or convince me. I I got convinced by just how it felt and how it looked on mm. my body, right? And and if we can sort of encourage women to give it a go, to just at first give it a go and experience the differences for themselves, um, then I think it's very likely that they will be converted. Another thing is going back to the educational direct-to-consumer arm that we want to be uh, to have as as a brand is if we, you know, if we collect, if we're able to educate more women on the reality of bra fitting, I think women will be much more open to seeing these, you know, new numbers popping up as their bra sizes and give them give it a try yeah Mm, mm. yeah so
0: it's yeah just um, a less rigid way of thinking about about your body and where it has to fit than just to trust in what your science is saying and to enable that experience to make it a whole lot easier for you as a consumer
1: exactly and actually one thing is um, lots of women actually are aware of inconsistency in sizing so I mean Mm -hmm. it just you know tip of an iceberg of course but that is something I mean again it's going back to that whole i guess a hypothesis of if 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 we experience enough of something we are smart enough to kind of recognize it and 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 figure it out um our own way um and find a new solution to fit into that equation so yeah i i, I have a strong kind of faith in in the fact that women will will welcome this um as a positive thing
0: So that concludes part one of my discussion with Bella about Barista. Um, You can join us again in two weeks time where we will look at some more aspects of this app. We're going to be looking at how she's funding this, how everything is developing and also how women can sign up and find out more about Barista.